When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's back to this broadcast belongs to them that's right uh we will have part two of ib Enemark's interview a little bit later but right now we're going to get back into the uh songs off the black rose album uh 20 what uh tw- what the hell is this called uh 20 uh 20 years ago one night of rehearsal that's right all right next song is kill for fun <laughs> a little upbeat. I, I I appreciate what he was trying to do here with uh, making the song upbeat and happy, and then having the lyrics about murder and all that, and enjoying it. Um, not my favorite song right. on uh, this tape. Um, I mean, it does work. Nothing is completely horrible about it, but it's a, it's a little silly. Yeah, I think so too. It's just uh, kind of out of place, but you know, given I guess you know the stage show, like he goes and threatens people with knives and things like that. So I could see, you oh know, yeah, because nobody totally, expects that. <laughs> yeah, totally fits in with all that. But you know, when you're just listening to the tape without any of the visual, it just kind of <laughs> seems to come out of nowhere. Right. Exactly. I mean, uh, you, you know, not that. Uh, you know, it sounds like a different genre of music, but it's just no. so t- tonally different right. yeah. than the first four songs. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. like you said, it's not one of my favorites on this, but uh, yeah, I'm sure that it works on the live setting. So, uh, Next song, The End. Now this one is probably my favorite song on this whole rehearsal. 
that I love the keyboard intro. Very spooky, got that spooky, uh, deep purplish type type uh, vibe to it. Uh, yeah. I think this song, this is like I was saying uh, on the last episode about the bass player. You know, I have that that song that stuck out with him playing the bass. This song, the drummer sticks out to me a lot. He hits the drums hard on this one. So he feels yeah. more plays more aggressive on this one for some reason. Maybe he because he knew this one the most out of all the other songs. Maybe I don't know. It could be, but I mean, I noticed that too. Yeah. Um, I I'd have to put this as my second favorite though, just because I love "Locked Up in the Snow" so much. Yeah, it is just such a classic song. But uh, this, the end is great as yeah. well. It's got that cool um, in the in the middle of the bass breakdown part. And then the guitar is... Well, you know, that's what I was going to say. Really? I mean, this is more another one of them songs where it all kind of coalesces together perfectly because I like what the guitars are doing, the keyboards, you know, the drums. They all sound right on top of the game on this. Yeah. yeah, there's just so many so many different parts with the keyboards and things like that in this song. It just, uh, yeah, that's why it makes it one of my favorite songs because there's just a lot of stuff going on in here. Yeah, it's it's really like a, like a deep purple song, you know, it goes on with many right. different parts and uh, right. they keep the intensity throughout. Yeah, exactly. Uh, next song, Road Life. The title pretty much explains it, Life on the Road. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, um, this is almost a, a little punky if you will, type song. Um, it's kind of, I guess, what you would call an also-ran, but I see the purpose behind it because although I can't make out everything he's saying during the chorus, <laughs> this was clearly a song that seems like during the set list, you know, would have been for the audience participation, like right. having people shout along and raise their fists. This song almost seems like it was written. And... Mm. I mean, it's, it's good, it's high energy, and it'll definitely get a crowd going, and the, the chorus would be easy to go along with, but um, it's not quite as ambitious as other songs in here. It's probably the closest to a straightforward rock song Black Rose ever comes to. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, uh, to me, it sounds like it's very groovy, mid-tempo sounding song. King uses uh, some more falsetto on this one uh, for the chorus. Uh, weird. What's weird too is the keyboards after the chorus sound a bit like um, I don't know if you noticed. Like uh, they kind of almost sound the same as King's vocals. I don't know whatever key he hits, it sounds like a, like a, a backup, like King would do or something. I don't know if you noticed that. I did, but I didn't think it was that close to his vocal. <laughs> I have to listen was, to it again. Yeah, listen, listen to it pretty closely, because I, I thought if somebody was doing it, but then I hear it, and it's like, you can tell it's the keyboards. Um, you know, a terrible song, but uh, probably my second least favorite from the other, what was the other song? Um, that doesn't matter. I'll kill for fun was the other song. But, you know, not a bad song. I, li I like this song more than that. There's uh, <clears throat> another one I like... <clears throat> The, the least is towards the end of the record. Yeah. Be in the next part. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, next song, uh, well, last song for this episode, uh, Soul Overture. This is an instrumental. Apparently they would uh, use this as a show opener. And um, uh, King would come out on, uh, uh, what the hell, uh, he'd come out on the stage on a wheelchair 
being let out by Dr. Cranium, your favorite Dr. Cranium. You talk about Dr. Cranium all the time. I love Dr. Cranium. <laughs> you should be Dr. Cranium for Halloween. If I, if I can find a picture of him, why not? That's true. Like I'm surprised there was no pictures of, of Dr. Cranium in the booklet. I don't think there was anyway. I'd have to look again. I don't think there is. You see King in the Wheelchair and you see him pushing it, but you never see the guy's face really. There's like a shot of his back at one point. I mean, there might not have been any makeup. It could have just been some guy wearing a doctor's coat for all I know. Uh, we probably should have, we'll have to ask him about that. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Good idea. But uh, yeah, a lot of stuff going on in this song. Uh, there's no no actually obviously there's no lyrics or anything because it's a instrumental, but um, with the way the instrumental is going all over the place, you can tell that there is a story of like you know him coming out from you know backstage on the wheelchair and being let out and all that stuff. It you know that tells a story on its own. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I I think it's real good for that. You know the way it rolls along. It's a very sweeping song and uh, kind of. Be good as an intro because it really introduces the whole band with the right. way they play different parts at certain parts in the song. Yeah, pretty wide reaching. Yeah, yeah. I wish more bands would do this kind of stuff. You know, nobody does this. Nobody think. Uh, it doesn't seem like people think out their music like this anymore. You know, not not so much. No, it's kind of just like you know, let's play these three chords and then you know that's it. I mean, these these are everybody's got their own thing on these on this album, you know, on this uh, recording, and this is how bands used to do it. And I don't know what happened. I don't know where it got lost. <laughs> the young hip kids got control of the music industry, and since they were hip, they knew best. Zappa so. does a whole little speech about this. And you can go up and look up the interview. It's actually very interesting because um, he's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was King a fan of Zappa? Do you know? Did you um, that? I asked Ib about that. I think on when we did the interview. I don't know. I don't remember. And I can't, I can't remember if he said King was or not, but mm. um. Yeah. I could I could definitely see him being in the sum of it because a lot of the stuff you know King really liked is from that era, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and he also has that you know a stage presence and stuff that uh, you know you think King would be into because you know he was into Alice Cooper obviously and but who knows I don't know but if we did ask it in the interview I guess you will see it because Ib is coming up right now to do part two. Of his interview. Yes, he is. Yeah. All right. Enjoy it. We'll see you guys next week. Tulu. The, the only song I don't like is just that Radar Love cover. Yeah, that's Golden Earring. Yeah. I, I can tell you why we play that number. Because we know the audience was crazy about the do 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 to dance with it. And I have a solo in the last part. Mm-hmm. We yes. are totally crazy. So that's the only cover now we got. Okay. Yes. Um, if we go in from when Kim and Jan get in the band and talking about Kim, 
how it developed. I remember, of course, it took about half, six months, seven months before we had our first concert. And um, I remember, how shall we make concerts? We have to have a manager. Mm. Man- okay, we have a manager. And I don't know why, uh, how, when we got a manager, Robert Miners, that was promoting material in a newspaper, and our first concert was in Sattelager. You don't know Sattelager, but Sattelager mm. in Copenhagen is where all the the bigger bands played okay. that time. Today it is gone, but but okay. at that time. And I have a, a little uh, picture. How they... Oh, cool. Well, I'm glad you brought pictures. This is awesome. Yes, uh, I think because there was no internet. Yeah, oh, well, of course. It was newspaper <laughs> and so on. So this was how we was pronounced in the newspaper. I don't know if you can see it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. That's awesome. <laughs> and um, there's anything settler, the place tonight eight o'clock. So it's called Vandesgruppen in Danish. That means crazy. I don't know how you say it. Uh, insane, crazy group. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know. <laughs> That's how we got uh, <laughs> marketing and a picture and black rose and support Malcolm Rock show. So up on, uh, yes, support. Yeah. That was how we started wow. our first wow. concert. First really concert. Cool. And we was very excited. Yeah. First time we have the and Kim was very excited. Mm. All this stuff, you know, to try and <laughs> uh, <laughs> he wouldn't get with those uh, away with those bombs today. <laughs> wouldn't work. <laughs> it was very dangerous. Very dangerous. I saw a, a kiss uh, on the YouTube uh, where they had a bomb behind him. The, oh, the oh, yeah. And the bomb went off and his hair got, you know, flames. Oh, yeah. oh that, that's actually a, um, a cover band. Uh, uh, that, was a, that was a cover band. Was it a cover band? Okay. Oh, this happened to Kiss too. I know it happened to Gene Simmons at some point, like back yes. in the day. But recently there was a guy in a Kiss cover band. And yeah, he was on stage singing as uh, Paul Stanley. And then the thing goes off, and his hair catches on fire, and the people come on stage and light, you know, putting his hair out. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but um, what a brave guy! God. <laughs> yes, um, we make this show, and the audience was excited. Yeah. Crazy! Our first concert. Um, I remember I I was on my radar love, the last number we played. I get so excited. I was almost, you know, get so excited, so I began to run around the organ. <laughs> I was carried away. It was my, no, I was running around and make a long, 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 very long solo. So that's most of it. But I remember when we played this first concert, um, our, as a, um, we played Bad Jesper, me and Jørgen and so on has this great time. Mm-hmm. King Diamond has his great time. <laughs> <laughs> Two separate, you know, uh, King Diamond and Black Rose. Yeah. That was. And after that, the journalist, I have a, li- a, a, a little uh, 
Here from the newspaper. Okay. Right up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Go to the, uh, the other way a little bit. There uh, we go. Uh, this was picture, and in the headline is though in crazy, in Wendels musician in Danish, but it's a crazy musician. <laughs> <laughs> and now we at last, at least, at first time in Denmark, we have a band that could make it in US. Yeah. Say mm. international, and there was just you know the. The, uh, the first concert. We came to the same place one month, one month after, and there was a full crowd. Wow. It was amazing. I have never experienced this. We, we make only five or six concerts with Kim before mm-hmm. we break up. Wow. Um, and why we break up? The last concert we make was in Albertsburg. You don't know the place, but the uh, concert hall. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know this kind of music. Um, some people are attracted to it. Mm-hmm. These people are for us. Uh, I don't know English rocker, bad leather jackets, right? And guys, young guys, motorcycle, and <laughs> they could not get in the concert when we played. So they smashed the door. The doorman came in the room where we was playing and they began to throw chairs and all things around and they throw up to us on the stage. Oh, and wow. They attack us. Wow. He was very, very afraid. Of course, <laughs> we run down in the cellar and close the door and try to hold the door and there was... You know, and everyone was very scared. <laughs> yeah, I'd say wow. so. Uh, and that was the end of Black Rose. <laughs> very short, because we have a meeting afterwards. Our drummer was scared to hell. <laughs> and why did they come after you guys? They could not come in. The country. Just because they, they couldn't get in, they were going to attack you? They couldn't get in. And they want to hear King Diamond and Black Rose and all this. So then it. <laughs> or maybe it just was to make trouble. Yeah. Maybe. I think it, it was to make trouble. Probably. You know, something to hit, boom, and all this. Mm. There was many groups in Denmark at that time, rocker groups. Yeah. Big, young, young guys do it. Yes. And um, after that, we split up. Wow. We could not handle it. It was too much experience for all of except Kim. <laughs> I just, yeah. He was excited at that what he wants. Yeah. But then <laughs> we want. Yeah. If you can yes. So uh, we we spread up. Kim get an offer from Brass, you know, maybe the band after yeah. Michael Denner yeah. and, yeah. and all these guys, Hank and all this. So um, that was the end. <laughs> For what me, happened uh, to the rest of you guys? What did uh, you do after that? I threw my organ far away. Really? <laughs> <laughs> 
I have I have my experience. I have my very good moments. It was a fantastic time. Ten years I played uh, before audience and have a lot of fun. Yeah. That was enough for me. I, I I was in the middle of twenties and I just met the girl, you know. Mm-hmm. At last, this girl. <laughs> Buy an apartment and so on. And uh, Jan, the guitarist, throw his guitar away. I have never played since. But yes, uh-huh. make a new band that called Talisman. Oh, okay. Never heard of them. No. I have no. <laughs> it was a uh, yeah, no. Um, but Kim has always been ambitious. Yeah, he wanted this so badly, and I think that had helped him to be what he's doing today. Yeah. He really, really have to believe in it, believe him, because Kim was not a great singer. Yeah. At that time, he has not felt set. Mm-hmm. He has a normal way to sing. You can hear on the record, it was just a normal. It was not a great singer, but he could perform, mm. really perform. Um, I heard so later on, the falsette came with a producer, where in one of the songs, he used the falsette on the CD. And that producer told him, Kim, you have to do this falsette. <laughs> I just heard, but but but, but um, he do a good translator, of course. But he did it. Yeah, yeah. All of uh, the others saying no, but he did it. He yeah. believed so much in this. So that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Believe can do very very much when you believe so much in it. Yes, and uh, about. 2001. Yeah. I have not speak with Kim. He called me. I said, hello, it's Kim. <laughs> or, hello, it's Kim. Oh, oh. <laughs> don't even use his real name anymore. <laughs> he was sitting with his producer and have listened to this tape we make. This is the original tape. Oh, wow. Nice. He still has it. Wow. Diamond rehearsal. That's amazing. He always had this tape. And he was playing it for the producer and for the producer. Kim, we have to record this. You got some fans. They buy everything from you. Yeah. Everything. And he said he had around 300,000 in East and, and so on. And he asked if he must record it. I said, of course, Kim. You can do it. No mind. Mm. Uh, of course. Mm. And then he produced Oh, that's really cool that that came about yeah. like that. Yeah. It came out like that, exactly. But it, it, it is our music on, on the CD. And uh, of course, it is, yes, it's very good. Wow, really yeah, cool. I, yeah, I really enjoy it too. I, I'm glad it's out there. You guys were a good band. Very good. Very tight. We played all the time. Mm. Rehearsal all the time. Yes. But all all things come to an end. Oh, that comes from us. Yeah. Kim was went on. I start to play again after twenty five years. In a oh, really? band. Nice and easy, one a week. 
good guys and I joined to play again. Because when you have played once and st- stood in an audience, it always inside you. Yeah. yeah. Ah, I need it. I need it. I need it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go, go, go. Go through this. So, yes. Uh, no, no pig heads this time, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> the music must be first, yes. When, now, when King joined uh, Black Rose, was he into that satanic stuff? That he's like, you know, into, you know, when he uh, did Merciful Fate? Or was he just maybe getting into it? He was what? I'm sorry. You know how, like, he's he's fully into the satanic stuff now with the Merciful Fate and King Diamond okay. stuff. Yes. Was he kind of like that back when he started with uh, Black Rose? Yes, I forgot to, to tell you about this. Yes, uh, he mentioned it. You know, the, the, the Satan mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And begin to paint himself. Um, and he mentioned it. And we said, okay, King, you do that. But uh, the Satan was not the Satan in the Bible. Okay. You know? mm-hmm. Right. It, it was more, more, more the Satan was if somebody threatened you, you should not push the kids, you said, hit back. Right. That's how, how I understand this. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. was the universe. I don't know if it still is this, but, but that time it was a very soft Satan. But yeah. the universe, he loved it. All this universe about trolls and all things. And he also, I think he make this cross also with the mic that time. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? So, he, so had he had the. Uh... He, he, he began to make all this. Besides his bums and dolls and pickheads. And <laughs> <laughs> but the audience loved it, I yeah. think. And of course, without Kim, we will never get so famous. Yeah. Right. Like, it was Kim and his show that, that do it, not our music. Right. And that is it. Yes. Wow, really yes. cool. Mm. Do, you, do you feel uh, that you... If that if that incident didn't happen in in that club, do you think that you would have continued on with Black Rose? If if we had stayed together, and I I I am seeing Jesper the bassist mm-hmm. uh, often, and we talk some time about as the, if we were stay together, it could be very great, mm-hmm. great, and we. Thing it was not too good that we broke up. Yeah. We are thinking back because we couldn't. We, um, I think the, the thing was when too fast. We, we could not, uh, you know, this is too fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we don't see ourselves as a famous guy, you know. It was a fantasy world. Mm-hmm. For us. But but now I can see that was real world, and yeah. we, we could have done it. If we have continued, but uh, that's it. But yeah, <laughs> right. it'll, you know, we think ah, we should have do it with Kim. Yeah. Back then. Yeah. It could be very funny. And where oh, have gosh. we been today? We have been living in Texas or something. Or... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, right. I think it's like, <laughs> you can you can think of everything, but but if we have fun of this dream of Kim, and we all have the same dream. And, and that that was not. Uh, we we have not all the the same dream. Mm-hmm. Right. 
So yes, it wouldn't work if you if you don't all are not into it, you know. Exactly, and we have never talked about it really. It just went so crazy. Yeah. Wow, I never really knew it was so short. It was very short. Yes. Yeah. I guess about that's you, about what? One year. One year. Wow. So, did you ever have any plans to go into a recording studio at, at any time soon before you broke up? No. No. Wow. No, no. Well, good thing that recording was as, as good as it was because it's it's fairly clear. It's very very clear. It is. Yes. That doesn't really happen during band practices. That, that's a good recording. Yes, and 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 it could be very very funny to do it in a real professional studio. Yeah. With Kim. And with Falset, maybe, uh, how we can do it today. And all this stuff. Yes. Did that, that ever come? Cool. That would be. Did that ever come up in that phone call when you called? Or no? No. Yeah. It was <laughs> rather short phone call because Kip should only have my accept yeah. to record it. Right. And that's it. So. But it was very funny to hear today. It's 20 yeah. years. Time. I heard it last time. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Are the other guys still around? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I was trying, trying to find everybody. It was like impossible. You were the only one I could find on Facebook. Uh, I have I not, not spoken to uh, Jørgen, the guitarist, and I cannot find him. I have not yeah. speak to him since. Wow. Oh, wow. Kurt, uh, we have been together sometimes. And Jesper, we are very much together. With Jesper and his wife and kids, and you know, they are close. Yes, so, so we have seen each other. And I know Jesper has been in Texas to visit King Diamond. Oh, so he's all right, cool. Some, some years ago, you know, and Owen visiting. Oh, uh, so maybe. <laughs> Jesper is not, I think Jesper is the one that is uh, most sorry really? that he's up. That time. Mm. Yes. I think. Yes. But now I'm on with it. I was going to say, now you're okay with it, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so now, uh, are you into King stuff at all? Like since he's been doing Merciful Fate and King Diamond? Or mm. are you no, not a fan at all? I'm not <laughs> King at all. I know he was in Copenhagen. I think last last week. Yeah, yeah. To play a great concert, I didn't show him. I did, I shouldn't. Yeah, do something else. But here, get get a really great uh, critic. Yeah. About that, I saw him some some years ago, um, in Amar, and uh, oh. he he's doing really really good. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would say so. <laughs> I think a uh, fantastic, clever mu- musician here, Scott. Yeah. And yeah. more heavy rock. It, it, it's more heavy than before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you went back when you guys were doing Black Roses, more uh, keyboardish um, style kind of stuff. Like, you know, like the Deep Purple, yeah. like the things you're into and yes. things like that. Yes, exactly. Were you, like were you a, Yeah. <laughs> Were you a fan of, um, uh, oh my God, I'm forgetting his name, uh, Keith Emerson? Yes. Yeah, I can tell Emerson, that a lot. You know, Keith Emerson, Emerson Lake Palmer, mm-hmm. Keith Emerson, John Lord, my favorite. Yeah. These two guys, yes. 
I can definitely hear it in the playing. It's my uh, father-in-law's uh, favorite band's ELP. So. Uh, ELP, yes. I, I saw them. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, uh, I, really, I wasn't really into ELP, and, and, and he's such a fan of them. He's uh, you know tried to turn me on to them every once in a while, so I always hear some uh, stuff. And then when I was listening back to the Black uh, Rose thing, I definitely hear a lot of uh, Keith Emerson stuff in there. That's it. Yeah. When you uh, like music uh, and the way they music, you you compose music in the head. Mm-hmm. You, new stuff, but but you always influence with with the things you 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 yeah. like, of course. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yes. All right, Greg. Anything to wrap up the Black Rose? Nope. I said pretty mm-hmm. much everything I want to. Yeah. I love the organ sound on it. Yeah. It reminds okay. me a lot Thank of. Just, just curious uh, if you were into them at all, but it reminds me a lot of uh, Burden Allen's organ from uh, those early Matahupo records. Mm. It's got kind of that otherworldly sound to it. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. Not a fan of Matahupo? No. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, oh, you don't really? know Matahupo. I'm kind of surprised. But okay. All the Young Dudes, the song All the Young Dudes, you got to know that song. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. I'm not talking about all these. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Interviews over. That's it.